0: Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Tina's Arena. I think I'm getting the hang of this editing stuff. Last week, my episode on Courtney Dalwalter Walter is pretty good. Um, pretty good in terms of editing and content. I think I did well. So I feel like I'm in a little groove. We're going to keep going, going to keep talking and see what comes up next. So I'm wondering how you all are doing with your habits or rather resolutions that you set in January. How are those going? If you have been following me, you might know that in January, I decided to do 10,000 steps every day. And now in February, I'm going for 12,000 steps every day. And that is a big jump for me because in December, I was averaging around 5,000 steps a day. I'm noticing a big difference in my ability to stand and walk because I have a standing desk at my office and previously when I would stand for hours my legs would get tired and I wouldn't want to walk but lately I've been walking for hours at a time watching videos and doing my work at my treadmill desk and it's been okay so I can Very much tell that my legs and my muscular endurance in my legs has increased a lot and that has been solely due to the fact that I am practicing being on my legs more often so I'm doing the 10,000 steps and now it's 12,000 steps. So in December my steps were low, my cardiovascular ability was low and in January I decided enough of that. I just wanted to up it. Cardiovascular ability is really important to feel good. And I've noticed that I have been feeling pretty good this past month. I can tell that my legs feel super tired, but I actually feel more energetic. I'm also sleeping pretty well. So I think all of my habits are coming together and they're starting to mesh together pretty nicely. I'm just in a good spot, I guess, right now which is great, (laughs) which is great. We've come a long way. So that was a long preamble for the topic that I wanted to get into. And the topic that I want to get into is actually about habit change. So the habit that I've been trying to install into myself over the past month or so is walking and getting more steps in, being more active during the day because I traditionally have a very sedentary job. I don't need to walk. I don't need to... Go anywhere i just get into my car drive to my office i sit in my office and i could sit there and get no steps in most of the steps that i've been getting in for the past year have only been at the gym that's not enough activity to balance out an entire day of being sedentary so that's why I could tell that I was just missing something, right? Weightlifting is going well, and I'm getting stronger. I just don't feel as good as I know that I could be feeling. There's something missing, and I I really think the difference is cardio because weightlifting I've been doing for at least a decade now. I'm pretty healthy on the food front, and I haven't been drinking for at least two years-ish, so... It, it doesn't make sense to me why I don't feel great. And like I said, the biggest difference that I think has made the biggest impact on me lately has been cardiovascular exercise. There's a reason why I just focused on 10,000 steps in January. It was because I just wanted to get my body used to movement. And I wanted it to be incorporated into my daily life. So in February, I upped it to 12,000. And it's kind of funny because for some reason in my brain, 10,000 steps a day seemed really doable. And there was no problem with that. But when I upped it to 12,000 steps a day, all of a sudden I was like, it's too much. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it anymore. So it's actually been really hard for me to get 12,000 steps a day. At the time of this recording, it's only six days into February. So six days of 12,000 steps and my legs are tired coming from a sedentary person that works at a sedentary desk. My legs are tired. I just wanted to build up the habit of getting my legs movement. There was no requirement for me to run. And I think that's really important because I am the kind of person where if the goal is too big, if the goal seems too far-fetched, then I'm just not going to do it. I'm just going to completely back away and give up completely. So it was important that I built it up slowly. So I just started with 10,000 steps and that might be a big goal for some people. It was kind of a big goal for me too, but it was just within that limit where it was uncomfortable but also it wasn't so far-fetched in that I knew that I could still do it. If I had picked 12,000 steps in January, I don't know if I would have finished. I took small baby steps because I wanted to really get into the habit of things and I wanted to get used to it and I wanted it to be long-lasting. I want this to be a habit that I have for the rest of my life forever. I want to be that person. So. This is what I'm working on. And this is the first way to build a new habit is to do it gradually, slowly, and just incorporate it into your lifestyle until it becomes who you are. But there's a second way that you can create new habits for yourself. And that way is to change your identity. And that might feel a little bit weird to some people. It might feel like it's too far-fetched. So I think for a lot of people, they could struggle with it because they don't know what that means. But if you can consider who you are as a person, if I use myself as an example, I have this belief that I am not an athletic person. And I actually said that in the last podcast episode, that I don't think I am an athletic person. I don't think I look athletic. I don't think I... I'm fast enough to be considered athletic. I don't think I'm strong enough to be considered athletic. All of those little things, right? So it's been really hard for me to do the things that I think an athletic person would do because I feel like that's not me. So I'm trying to like squeeze myself into this category of a person that I am not. And that feels really hard. But This is something that I'm working on all the time and that's why I can talk about it because I am practicing and I'm learning and this is, I'm telling you what I'm learning as I go. If I can convince myself that I am an athletic person, then that will change how I approach these steps and my goals altogether because athletic people behave differently than a non-athletic person. So if I can convince myself that I'm an athletic person, then what would an athletic person do in the morning, for example? An athletic person would go for a run in the morning, or an athletic person would go to the gym and exercise in the morning. So that is a really quick and easy way to make decisions and habits easier for yourself. You decide on the person that you want to be and decide that that person that you want to be is who you are right now so in real time I am deciding that I am an athletic person so if my choice is to sit and read a book or go outside and go for a walk what would an athletic person do an athletic person would decide to go for a walk Another example in the realm of eating and nutrition, I decide that I am a healthy person and I respect my body and I take care of my body. If there is a moment where I feel like I want to finish an entire bag of chips, say I've already eaten a third of it and I wanna eat the other two thirds. Well, I am a healthy person. I respect my body and I feed my body in the way that will keep it running efficiently and feeling good. So if I was a healthy person, would I want to finish the rest of these bag of chips? Most likely not, because I know that to finish the entire bag of chips would be the little push that would make me feel not good about myself. So those are just a couple of of examples in which identity change can really expedite your habits and your behavior that you want to change or any new behaviors that you want to install in yourself. You decide who it is that you wanna be and you just become that person. You just decide to become that person. So as an athlete, I'm going to log off of this podcast right now and go for my walk because I still have about 5,000 steps to do before I finish for the day today. And I hope that you gained a little bit of insight or some value from the episode today. If you could please subscribe, like, and follow, even rate the podcast, I would really appreciate it. And if you need more resources from me, I have a bunch online now. I've been working on uploading them. You can access them at www.tinasarena.com slash links. There you can find access to my free Facebook group, my email course that's about eating and how to enjoy eating again, or you can even join Our monthly community call in my Tina's Arena community, where we get together and we meditate and we talk about nutrition and fitness and basically everything that I talk about on my podcast, but we do it together in real time and we meditate together too. So if that sounds interesting to you, then you can find it all online. And I really appreciate that you're here and I will hope to see you next time. So bye. Have a good day.